Welcome to episode 131 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadamia. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hillary. Oh. Hey. Oh, we're very excited. We're so excited. <laughs> I knew she was going to show. She's looking at me like, oh my God. So you know how our camera always dies on our YouTube channel? Yes. Because <laughs> so, we know what we're doing. Yeah, because we're professionals. <laughs> um, there's a little, the reason why is because we have 120 minutes. And of course, yes. we love to gab, honey. So yes. uh, <laughs> we are, sometimes we run out of time yes. and uh, the battery dies. So we just, we're... We went on YouTube to see how we could charge it and keep it in the case. That was always the thing. It's yes, like, how do we keep it in the case and charge it? on the on yeah. the stand. And guess what? The little battery door comes off. <laughs> <laughs> so Tina's like, holy shit, game changer. Thank you, YouTube. <laughs> we learned so much from YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I just, what a fucking yeah, thrill this you know, is. You just put in your topic and yeah. there's someone on YouTube that knows how to do it. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> I wonder if there's ever Why are we going to college? I, I mean, don't know. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah, if there's something has happened, it's already happened to somebody else. Yes. You know what I mean? It's very rare that you're the first of a, of yeah. asking a Listen, question. I learned all of InDesign when I, I had to do like yearbook mm-hmm. um, and I kind of got thrown into doing yearbook and I was like, ah, I don't know how to do any of this. And I just went on YouTube every yeah. time like, oh, how do I do a table of contents? How do I do this? God. How do I do that? How do yeah. I do this? And you know, I, that's how it was with editing the podcast, yeah. having to learn how to do Reaper. God forbid somebody would help me. Oh my and God. I ask a question, he's like, no. And I'm like, bye. So I had to go to YouTube to figure it out. But oh here God. we are. So good. Now, yes. hopefully you'll never, we'll never, well, let's never say never. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> we might end up using up all of yeah. the, the media now, now that we have un, un right. you know. Yeah. So then I said to her, well, how much, how much space do we have though? For real. <laughs> So let's get through it because we have to record yes. two episodes today because I've yes. had the nerve of going on vacation. <gasps> oh, God forbid. Next week, my I That's told my exciting. boss, I'm like, I, I want to take off these days next week. And he was like, so basically, basically, you're only going to be here Tuesday. And I was like, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So that'll be a really fun day because every single time I want to take time off, I'm the only one in the office. So if I want to take time off, it's like, you better make sure all of these things are done. Like I have oh, to make wow. sure like all the shit is covered before I leave. That's hard. So that's going to be a fun day. But you know that, but I think it's also like when you're a senior in high school, like in the back of your head, you're like, I get to, I don't have yes. to come in tomorrow. So it's <laughs> like, I'm going to have all this time. Get it all done. Get it all Which done. Which I'm so excited because guess what? I have a date when I get to Boston. <gasps> yes, honey. I'm going to see our good friend, Gabriella. <gasps> We're going to have a drink Gabrie- together. And I was like, you can come to my hotel. Like, I'm going to say, I said, the kids and my mom will be fed and tucked into bed. And then we can have a drink. So oh my like, goodness. I said, Gabriella. we can have it at the hotel. Or she's like, oh, there's a really cool place. Like, there's some places around the corner where all the state lawmakers hang out. I was oh, like, oh, that's hey. where you need to be. I'm like, hey. Yeah. Potential little muck ass. That's yeah. me. I'm going to make future you Future Mrs. Kennedy. That's me. <laughs> Hi. I'm going to meet my future uh Senator husband from the, from the great state of Massachusetts. Ooh, and she loves it there. Oh, she fucking loves it. Well, I'm, a, I'm sure I'm going to fall in love. That's what ha- always happens. You know, you go there oh. and you just fall in love with the city. And I'm really excited about it. it Plus, Dunkin' Donuts. You know, that's from Massachusetts, right? Oh, I didn't know that. 
fucking love it. Wow, I had love. no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, so top, this is the first thing uh, I want to say really is that I said Jennifer Davis three times on our podcast last week when we're screaming about abortion. Yes. And our guest, Jennifer Driver. 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 And I was mixing we up mixed Wes two, Davis. Yes, we had. Who was Davis another great Driver, guest yeah. with Jennifer Driver. So I please apologize. I was so, fu- and I'm listening to it. And I kept saying, and I was like, you fucking idiot. Like I'm editing going, God damn it. Like what a fucking idiot. Well, I, you know what? I, I didn't pick up on it either. Well, we were we were in a rage. I we mean, were. let's be honest. <laughs> we were seeing red. What a red. great episode that was, though. Oh, I loved that. I loved that episode. Oh, and she put I such a it. great tweet out. Yes, and, she's oh amazing. So God. Jennifer Driver's Little Mug came out last Friday, July 1st. So please check it out. Yes. Um, and on the 15th, we have our Lauren Book uh, Little yeah. Muck. And, I, you know, we didn't talk about it, but maybe we should talk. Maybe we talk about it on the next episode, but some of the things that she invited us to do, yes. which oh, were yeah, incredible. We'll do that next Let's episode. talk about the next one because that, that'll come out a couple of days before yes, that interview. Yes, yes. Um, I did want to mention very briefly is the Insurrection Committee has been fucking killing it. The January 6th hearings <sighs> is fucking incredible it's like my new love language is let's talk about the january 6th Uh, although i have to tell you one thing i'm a little annoyed with oh god here we go is the young you know witness to all of the craziness yeah she's a republican is that what we're upset about i'm not upset that she's a republican you know but she was you know, her family has to be involved. She's just so young. Yeah. She, I mean, she was, wasn't she working for like Ted Cruz? All right. Yes. And then Trump and everyone's like American hero, American hero. And it's like, no, her back was probably up against the wall mm. and, and she's, you know, was working alongside these people and yeah, great. I'm happy that she came out, but can we not lift her so far up on a fucking pedestal? Like, I don't like it. So here's what I think. I don't, it bothers me. I was thinking this too about the guy, uh, Oh God, I'm going to totally forget his name. I'm going to look it up. He's the guy who was doing the questioning, not this hearing with with Cassidy Hutchinson, but the other one right before it. The Republican. Zinger, Zinger, um, Representative. Oh, it's escaping me. D Zinger. Oh my God, I'm not going to get it. I'm I'm fucking, I'm not looking it up. Who cares? I was thinking the same thing. He's a Republican. He's like, obviously he was in the military. Like he's super like pro-pro-America. But he's also like pro pro truth and justice, right, which is right, fucking awesome. Which is great. So I think I had. So here's what I think. Here's what I've had to do because I, I American hero. I-, I would say yes because here's the thing. We don't have. We have so few of them now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we don't have real superheroes, and I'm not saying she's a superhero. And whatever her view or his views are of abortion and gay uh, marriage or whatever, like wherever they fall on those social issues, we do kind of have to put them aside for a second because when it came to telling right. the truth and holding Trump accountable, where so few have the, the courage right. to actually do that. They're, they're doing it and they're, and you know and that they're is, risking a lot. No, you know, she she's, is, that, yeah, she's getting she probably took threats. off, right? Like, she's, do you think she went to Europe and was like, bye, like after that hearing, I, I told my mom, I said, I was on the first be, plane to fucking out her, of here. They probably have her hiding out Absolutely. somewhere and protected. Like for, for years, she's going to have to yeah. live like that. And yeah, I mean, just I mean, think about the hearing with the, gr- the women who worked at, in the Georgia. Um, oh my God. You know, they, they can't, women. the woman couldn't go That's, home for two months after January 6th because she was, she couldn't, she wasn't safe. Like there's, there, there's something to be said about what they're doing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I, and I agree with you. Like he, oh, I wanted to highlight the great things he was doing as president. I was like, honey, like that, that made me take a pause. I was I like, mean, what's that? But in, in the end, right. You know, she did not bow to pressure from people. Like he, apparently I mean, it was Mark fr- Meadows was the one who was telling her. And frankly, like the, fa- he needs to be in jail. Yeah. 
I think they're like, getting closer. I think I we're know. getting. I don't well, know. I don't know because even those secret that, service, those secret service dudes are like yeah. pro-Trumpy. And and the thing that was most frightening that came out was when Pence did not want to get in the car with them. Yeah. Because like the secret service should not be political. Yeah. And 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 Pence be who you know mother and all the things that we say about him. Yeah. But for the fact that he was afraid to get in that car because he wasn't sure where they were going to drive him yeah. is frightening. Yeah. That I is not that. the I role. That. that is not the role of the Secret Service. Oh, wait, service. you mean on January 6th? Yeah. Like when they were they wanted to leave the Capitol? Yes. Oh, I thought it was because, I thought he didn't want to leave because he didn't want, he wanted to, conf- to, to fulfill the duties he had that day per the Constitution. But also he didn't want to get in the car with Trump's Secret Service people. Oh, I didn't I realize that. That he did not I mean, that feel safe with them. I mean, I I wouldn't either. That's it's it. That's like lunacy. It is. Oh, the things coming out are insane. Oh, and the I, ca- like the ketchup on the wall. I mean, that's it's it's the everything. Plates, none of that surprises the, me though. Like none of that surprises me. Surprise me either. But like this is who's sitting in. Yeah, but you know what, Tina? Like, let's be I honest. I wish I we, could talk to any of the people that worked like staff. Yeah. You know, like not, not political staff, like, like, you know, yeah, like the valet who's like, yes. he's really mad. Don't go near him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Jesus the, the people working in the kitchen, the people who have to clean a stupid that, that, that people have to go and wipe ketchup off the wall mm. Mm. for this man. It doesn't surprise me. I'm sure that's been happening at Mar-a-Lago forever. Oh, God. He probably threw dishes as a teenager. That's what, and like the, the, the greatest thing was like, he's pulling the tablecloth off and so everything's falling to the floor. Like Jesus Christ. It's, it's, it's lunacy. But I was saying to my mom though, like we've covered shit in the white house. There's, this is, this is like, it's, it's fucking wild. It's yeah, wild, but it's, it's not the yeah. most wild. Like it's there's been some crazy wild, fucking still, presidents, dude. But still. Yeah. He's this is, the, this the is thing, like a violent, yeah. entitled. Temper. But, ugh. I always call him petulant, but he's a petulant baby. He is. He is. I, and I'm enjoying every second of it. I got to tell you, I, I'm hanging on every oh, fucking word. Oh, and I, I wanted to also bring up uh, that tweet that came out from one of those New York socialites about Ivanka. Oh. And how they took her allegedly to get an abortion. Mm. It was okay for Trump's daughter, right? Oh, my God. Dude. And what are all the Trump people going to say? And she did get an abortion. She should have. She was a young kid. Yeah. Right? But I wonder what, you know, the army of Trump think about it. Hi, my name's Kylie. And my name is Chris. And we're a couple in our early 20s. And we like to talk about politics. And we like to drink. So that's why we started this podcast. Pre-gaming politics. Where political discussion becomes a drinking game. Because what better way to cope with today's news cycle than alcohol? <laughs> Listen every other Saturday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. <sighs> All right, it's your time to go first. Oh, is it? Yes! Okay, well, here is my uh, story from the end of June. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's right, because we, we, we yeah, switched it. We, we skipped it. So it's my last LGBTQ story. <gasps> And I I forgot I'd covered uh, an episode 21 birdbath, which is one of my favorite episodes. (laughs) Just listen to the beginning of birdbath. Birdbath. It's very funny. Um, I covered Kim Davis, who is a county clerk. Oh, God. Who refused to give issue same-sex marriages uh, licenses in Kentucky. And she, like, became this, like, you know. This hero of the uh, right uh, wing. (laughs) So I, I was reading a bunch of LGBTQ stories, and I found the very first clerk. 
No. Who gave the very first gay marriage license oh. in the United States. And I thought, I'm going to fucking cover this. Yes. Motherfucker. I'm going to lift up this woman who's incredible. Her it's former Boulder County, you know, Colorado clerk, Clea War X. Oh, good. This is a good story. It's a great story. Yeah. This is why I wanted to end June on a good note, but then uh, Roe v. Wade got overturned. Yeah. <laughs> My story is going to change all of this too. But oh my God. It's okay. <laughs> oh God, Tina. Okay. Cleo Rorex was born in Denver on July 23rd, 1943 and was raised in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. She was adopted at an early age by Ruby and Cecil. I love that name. Rorex, who was the county clerk for Ruit County in Colorado for 30 years. So wow. her dad was the, also a county clerk. Rorex attended the University of Colorado on a Methodist scholarship and earned a bachelor's degree. She later earned a second degree in legal administration from the University of Denver. She then married a naval officer and spent three years with him while he was stationed at Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, Ooh. before returning to Boulder. After working a few summers in her father's office, Rorex decided to run for county clerk of Boulder County, Colorado, when the incumbent, Henry Putnam, announced his retirement. Okay. She decided to run after attending a meeting in which members of the Democratic Party stated that they, quote, needed a man, end quote, to run against the female Republican candidate. Oh, Rorex, good, she, uh, good shared, for her. yeah, she shared her frustrations overhearing this with women in a feminist group when she was that she was a member of, and they and decided that she would run for clerk. Yes, uh, she was elected and took office in 1975 at the age of 31. Oh. Incredible, cute too. Like this, so she's so cute with this little cute short haircut. Uh, she's adorable. Henry Putnam, but Henry Henry Putnam would not vacate the office and was removed by the sheriff's office. No, because a woman was no. elected to the office. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, incredible. So, um, before she issues this license, Boulder was kind of known as this was, well, it was getting to be known as this liberal kind of county. And um, so some, some of the, the same-sex efforts that happened before this, before 1975 when she issued it. So in December 1973, the Boulder City Council quietly passed the Human Rights Ordinance, which included protections based on s sexual orientation. It was the calm before the storm, right? Like... They pass this quietly, and then all of a sudden, everybody finds out because nobody uh, pays attention to what local government's doing, right? And everyone and freaks out. And then everybody's out. like, what the fuck are you doing? So at the request of the LGBTQ community, uh, Councilman Penfeld Tate II had proposed including sexual orientation in addition to protections based on gender and race. A, a humanitarian at heart, Tate proved to be an important ally to the struggle for gay rights in Boulder. But in 1973, homosexuality was still listed as a mental disorder by the oh American Psychiatric Association, and Tate would pay a steep price for his stance and and a di uh, divisive co controversy would soon set back progress in Boulder. In January 1974, Tate was selected as mayor of Boulder by his fellow council members. He remains Boulder's first and only African-American mayor. In response to public uproar, however, the sexual orientation section was removed Ugh. from the human rights ordinance. At a public hearing, many angry residents reiterated their opposition to the, quote, sexual preference clause, as it came to be known. The hearing drew an overflowing crowd of hundreds to council chambers, so many that those who couldn't get in watched the proceedings on closed-circuit television in the municipal building lobby. One woman who spoke said if, that if the ordinance passed, Boulder would become, quote, a sex deviant, uh, deviant mecca and I mean, would be renamed Lesbian Homoville. Oh, I mean, I would, I would move there. <laughs> sounds great. I mean, that's, that's a great band name. <laughs> yeah. Lesbian Homoville. 
Up next, what is Lesbian yeah. Hoboville. I mean, what is wrong with people? Oh, please. What is wrong with people? Please. And the thing is, like, this isn't that long ago. Mm-mm. This Council, isn't that long ago. No. Council placed the section on a special election ballot on May 7th, 1974 to let voters decide. Mayor Tate received hate mail and death threats. The Daily Camera published letters to the editor that quoted the Bible and references to Sodom and Gomorrah. One woman... This is the same thing that happened today. Like, this is the same recycled fucking bullshit. One woman... The Bible. Shove it up your ass. Yes. Shove the Bible so far up your ass you're shitting out verses. It was written by men. Who wanted to control us. Men. Who were scared of their own fucking dicks, you know? Men. An erection. What am I going to do with myself? Yeah. I don't know what to they do. They want power. Oh, fuck off. <sighs> fuck off. Like, stop using that to control people. Yeah. One woman Believe wrote- what you want. Yeah, but leave us alone. Thank leave you. us alone. One woman wrote that she would like to hand the homosexuals a one-way ticket out of Boulder. The town was <laughs> foaming, wrote the Colorado Daily Newspaper. <sighs> Boulder voters soundly defeated the sexual preference section and they attacked again with a recall petition for those council <gasps> members who were in favor of protecting gay wow. rights. Yes. And uh, one of the posters about Mayor Tate, remember he was, he's black. Yeah. It was, it said sink the African queen. <gasps> yep. But people are so horrible. Yeah. A technicality protected Corel, Roberts, and Paget, who were fellow council members from the recall effort, and Tate narrowly narrowly escaped it. Nevertheless, Boulder was gaining this reputation, right, to be this liberal place. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like it still is. Yeah. So, Rorex, right? So, she uh, ha- had been clerk for three months when two men, Dave McCord <gasps> and Dave Zamora, came to the clerk's office to apply for a marriage license. They had originally applied in Colorado Springs, where they were told to go to Boulder. El Paso County did not do that type of thing, end quote. Colorado Springs apparently was a very conservative area. So they're sending them, they're like, you know, Boulder likes gays. Go over there. Yeah. <laughs> Go over there and see what they say. <laughs> After Rorex inquired about the legality of issuing the license, District Attorney Alex Hunter and First Assistant DA Bill Wise wrote an opinion stating that Colorado law did not specify whether marriage must be between a man and a woman. So Rorex was told it was within her legal right to decide <gasps> if she wanted to issue the license or not. Oh. Rorex issued the license on oh. March 26, 1975. She issued five more same-sex marriage licenses in Boulder before the Colorado Attorney General ordered her to stop. She received hate mail and angry oh. phone calls. The Boulder County Courthouse was added to the National Registry Register of Historic Places in part because of the marriage licenses that she issued. Um, and, they, you know, it was one of these cases where they would... Uh, use that in to fight for right, marriage you right. know what i mean they would use that to to oh, good for her love it good for her yeah. in june 2018 uh boulder replaced an image of roswell ross howard and his horse dolly with a photo of rorex which <gasps> i'll talk about him in a minute because after rorex issued the same-sex marriage licenses howard showed up at the courthouse with his horse dolly and asked for a license to marry his horse okay and Rorex said she declined his request on the basis that his eight-year-old horse was underage and could not marry without <laughs> written consent from her parents. <laughs> I love this woman. <laughs> oh, God. There's a great po- I'm going to tell you about this podcast she was on, too, which is so great. 
So later on in life, we she should was, get her on our podcast. Oh, she passed away a couple months ago. Oh, I know it's a bummer. It. Rorex resigned from office about two and a half years into her term. She married and moved to California and she never held office again. She returned to Colorado after her marriage uh, and obtained a degree in legal administration, like I mentioned, from the University of Denver. She worked as a legal administrator for the Native American Rights Fund in Boulder wow. for 18 years. After retiring around 2011, she spoke at public schools on panels composed of people of different gender identities. She considered herself, quote, an ally for gay rights and marriage equality, end oh quote. Oh my God. Rorex was married and divorced three times and had had three children she died on june 19th 2022 <gasps> i know just oh, she like just weeks ago away. at the age of 78 oh. at a hospice care facility in colorado from complications of an infection following surgery so i you know looking up her uh looking up at different articles about her i found this podcast that she was on in may so oh like my God. Just, oh, so just she was just before like, she passed oh. away and she's got that old voice right oh. but she's so fucking good and she's recounting recounting these stories and she talks about the horse to the oh. guy over there and she's like i didn't know what to do so i just started filling out the the application and she's like and how old and as soon as he said eight he's like oh she's like oh can't do it <laughs> <laughs> fuck you um oh but the, the podcast is called amber live and it's just really great and i I just loved it. And she sounded amazing. And it's just like a, it's such a simple thing to be like, sure, I'll give it, you know, she checked first and then was able to give it. And I think Good that's amazing her. to like, just this little Good tiny thing her. to take a stand. Yeah, but that's one person yeah. that got the ball rolling for yes, this, you yeah. know? Love it. Oh my God. What a good story. Yeah, that's it. It's very short and sweet because my other stories had been so long. I was like, I'm going to keep it well, short this week. Yeah. And then, and <laughs> well, mine happens. is a little long and my right. next story is a little short. So let's do it. All right. Hey, this is Russ. This is Kyle. This is Michelle. From the Infectious Groove Podcast. Join us every Monday for the most fun you can have with a music podcast. The Infectious Groove Podcast uses a positive and fun approach as we take time every week to share our jammy jams, then dig into a thought-provoking topic discussing all decades and genres of music. You can find the Infectious Groove Podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can head to infectiousgroovepodcast.com to find us there and subscribe. We might have a controversial opinion here or there, but we always have fun with it. Oh, I'm sure I'll say something dumb. Subscribe to the Infectious Groove Podcast, part of the Odd Pods Media Network. Oh, no. God no, damn it, Tina. I'm sorry. I can tell already. I just, I just, I need to do this because, and I know we already covered abortion, oh, but boy. I wanted to talk about sort of the violence side of people who are anti- abortion. Okay. okay. So today I'm going to tell you the story of the Christian anti-abortion terrorist group, the Army of God. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, this is a domestic terrorist group. It's on all of the lists. And this is really what the federal government, they should be doing more to fight and crack down on these organizations um, because this, this group is something else. Mm. All right. So the Army of God is an underground American anti-abortion group. But after claiming involvement in several anti-abortion acts of violence, they are now listed as a domestic terrorist group. So they have that label. And our story takes place really across the country, beginning in the 1970s, of course, oh with uh, Roe. And the irony of these sort of pro-life uh, radical groups who kill people in the name of God, it still shocks me, right? Like they uh, are screaming about dead babies, who aren't even babies yet, they haven't even been born, but they will uplift people who murder 
anyone who wants to have an abortion or doctors who perform abortions, like it's, it doesn't make any sense in my mind that you can call yourself the army of God, right? I think they think that if they kill this one person, they're saving thousands of other yeah, lives. Like with the, the, they, right. they can't perform and, abortions if they're dead. But, right. And, but like the whole thing of like, that you are this army of God, like that God somehow like, like your, why are you chosen to do like the, the whole thing to me is just, it just is weird to me. And quite frankly, you're not that fucking special. Like, right. I mean, could you imagine the audacity of being like, God chose you? Like, that's yeah. never a fucking thing. It's and like, just we're not. Gonna have this, I mean, but people have fought in the name of God forever. Yeah. Right. It's a, a to, to get land, to yeah. get property, to get. It's the control, easiest thing to say, right? really. It's the easiest thing to say. Well, God oh. came to me and told me I could do it. So, yeah, I mean, like I don't they understand. Use this, they, they, they use this to justify their own beliefs and they, you know, claim to be Christian and there's nothing Christian about them. Mm. Right? Maybe they're Old Testament God yeah. versus New Testament God because New Testament God is all about like forgiveness and all of that. I wonder why that happened. Right? I wonder why we shifted right. from the violence I mean, of Old re- Testament. And religion is just, it's like we just said, it's steeped in blood. It's steeped in oppression. Like I'm over, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Me too. Tax the church. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. What is this? Uh, so before I delve into like some of the horrible, violent terrorist acts that, of the group, I want to just give you like a little background of like how they got started mm-hmm. and like their ideology and all of that. So the Army of God. Um, I found this old webpage from the National Consortium for the Study of Terrorism and Responses to Terrorism from the Center of Excellence of the U.S. Department of Homeland Security mm. that is based uh, at the University of Maryland, and that's where I got like a lot of the background on this group. So according to that site, the Army of God was formed in 1982, so just about nine years after Roe, and it's this underground network that promoted the use of violence to fight against abortion, and they even have a manual mm. that like you can get for its members, and um, an excerpt from the manual noted that the Army of God was, quote, a real army, and God is the general and commander-in-chief. The soldiers, however, do not usually communicate with one another. Very few have ever even met each other. And when they do, each is usually unaware of the other soldier's status. That is why the feds will never stop this army. Never. And we have not yet even begun to fight. Wow. Smart, though. Right, it's like. But also, no, like, all I could imagine is is God with like a one of those army like hard hats on and yeah, like it's, the it's bullets so like stupid. Rambo. It's like yeah, it's like what they do with Trump, right? Where they like Trump yeah. suddenly where has they, like the they, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, they like, photoshop his head on top of a fucking Rambo. It's so stupid. He, meanwhile, he's like a, a frail little man throwing dishes on the floor. And also, it's <laughs> the opposite of how I was raised in the church, like Catholic Church. Like it's just not the God that I was fucking told about and taught about. Like it was. Yeah. He was a loving and peaceful God. Like no, I don't. This is, this, this doesn't is, make any sense to me. It's it's uh, like where do you get this? Where do you twist this? Like it's a great uh, fucking meme where God's going, uh, "Hey guys, that's not what I meant by yeah, that." Like, yeah, you know, not like, what I meant. Thanks for misinterpreting every fucking <laughs> thing I've said. Like that's not. Well, that's the thing with language, right? They just it's they want to interpret it how they want. It's it's ridiculous. I, oh, I'm not going to tell you where I heard this, but I'm going to say it, and you're going to know. 
Um, and I don't know if it's true or not because maybe I should look it up instead of quoting a fucking television show. But I, I, I just saw, I was just watching this episode of a show and it said that if God, if you add up all the times that, oh. that God spoke, it was only two hours. And I was yes. like, is that right? You know, that's from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's from the Sopranos, but is that, do you think that's true? If you add up in the Bible, like all, all the, quotes the quotes of Jesus or something, it's only two hours. It's something like that. That's insane. Think yeah. about how yeah. fucking wild that is. How the influence of these, and it's mostly the other guys, right? Like it's mostly right. the apostles that were like, well, and like with all the different versions of the Bible and what they put in and what they took out and like the Mary Magdalene, yeah. stuff, like they're, you know, it's all been twisted and rewritten. And yeah. so to fit whatever narrative they like, it's a story. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Ah. <sighs> So, um, but the manual isn't just about the, what the army of God is. It's as the name suggests, it's a manual on how to enact abortion clinic violence mm. and things like methods for blockading entrances, attacking with, um, acid, arson, bomb making other illegal activities. And I'm sure there's a verse in the Bible about this, right? Like, oh yeah. Acid? You know, throwing yeah, acid yeah, at throwing people? acid at people. Sure. I'm sure that that's where they got their inspiration mm. from. Yeah. But the Southern Poverty Law Center wrote about the Army of God and their formation as well, and they cited the Army of God's view of the U.S. government from the manual, and it calls the United States, quote, a nation ruled by a godless civil authority that is dominated by humanism, moral nihilism, and new age perversion of the high standards on, upon which a godly society must be founded if it is to endure. Mm. Can you Sounds fun. imagine this? Like that it's, and that's what, and this is what we're seeing now, right? This push to bring religion into everything because they really believe that somehow this nation is founded on that and that it needs to be run in their religious point of view. It's crazy. Like, I don't want anything to do with any of these people and these beliefs. So this group um, basically believes it's better than everyone else. Like, I, I, I don't get it. So early on, one of the leaders, Michael Bray, who I'll get into a little later, he had a banquet, and it was the White Rose Banquet that honored those jailed for anti-abortion violence. So like they would have this like banquet every year, Ugh. celebrating and you know honoring those who sort of fought the good fight and might have been in jail or whatever else happened to them. White Rose, yeah, what's that? Yeah, what is that? I don't know, but what does like it's like some kind of innocent. You right, know, like that's, like, I just pictured like really like children or something. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's, such a it's fucking weird, weird. It's weird. White rose. Oh my God. All right. So this story, of course, is full of all different major incidents. So it's not like my normal way mm -hmm. of telling a story. So I'm going to kind of just go into some of the alleged members okay. in this organization, what they did. And the thing is, this is the other thing. The army of God also claimed some of the things I'm going to tell you about, but really no one thing is tied directly to them. It's like somebody will do something and they'll be like, oh yeah, that was one of our army of God people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, right. So they, they but they don't like know claim, each other. So they want to like try to claim responsibility yeah. or like one of them might say like, I'm a member of the army of God. Oh, you know? God. So like there's no way because it's such this fractured group and you don't know who's who. Yeah. So there are some of like- <laughs> The first rule of army of God is you don't talk yeah, about you army don't talk of God. About army of God. <laughs> Jesus. So, um, you know, it's- Basically, all of the folks that I'm going to mention today have some tie to the organization one way or another, mm. either from Army of God saying, yeah, that's one of our people, or from them being like, yeah, I'm connected. But who the hell knows? They're mm. all nut shops. So I don't do every single person associated with this group because it's 
too many. It's too many. Oh God. It's, I, I wonder if I've ever been, have ever been elected. No. Okay. But they are, they, a lot of them, um, are ministers. A lot of them Ugh. are reverends. Ah, damn it. Well, where's Nick from the fucking Cardassians? Yeah. Nick, get yes. these fucking people together. Yes. He's I a mean, sweet, he's a sweetheart. Yes. My God. So let's start with an early leader. Um, we have um, Don Benny Anderson. And so sort of the major innocent, uh, incident for Don, he was allegedly, so I'm going to say this for everybody, he was allegedly involved with the kidnapping of Dr. Hector Zavalos and his wife, Rosalie Jean. Oh, fuck. So Dr. Zavalos ran the Hope Clinic for Women, which he opened in 1974 and offered safe abortions. And according to the New York Times, on August 13th, 1982, they were reported missing when the doctor didn't show up to work at the clinic. God damn it. And three days after the kidnapping, the FBI got calls from the doctor saying they were being held hostage by an anti-abortion extremist group who later, it's found out to be the army of God, um, who take responsibility. And the feds were directed to a location where there was a letter and a tape, a cassette tape, um, with a bunch of like rambling rants about religion and government. Oh my and God. The letter stated that, pe uh, that people quote are evil. Man's institutions have become instruments of evil and are working to deprive men of life, liberty and property in defiance of God's will. These people, thankfully to the wife, Jean end up getting released because the wife promises them that they won't do any more abortions. More abortions. Um, but this thing about God's will I is know, always the like. How do you know what God's will is? Yeah, that's you know <laughs> that's and like we talked about on the abortion episode oh last week. Um, that's the whole thing about the babies. It's not about anything else except stopping. You're stopping God's will. God's will is to have as many children on and, this planet as possible. And believe me, I know because I heard it for 14 fucking years of my life that we need to have more children because that's God's will. Like that is very difficult to have to, if that's yes. what someone believes and you're not delivering, it's that's, a recipe for disaster. <laughs> and, and the thing is like now it's, you know, first it was like, you know, no abortion after this many weeks. Now it's the moment of conception. So you can't take a plan B. You can't, they don't even want you to take contraception, right? Yep. Because that's blocking. But, but you ask the same people about vasectomies, right? And it's a different story. And, and a vasectomy should not be used. Did you see that woman who stood up in front of a fucking press conference? She's a lawmaker, I think in oh. Wyoming or Missouri or something and said, I don't trust women. Yeah. I don't trust to women do, because to, they allow men to just ejaculate inside yeah, of them. Yeah. That's what we do. We allow men to ejaculate inside of us as if the man's got a gun to his fucking yes. head, right? It is. The fucking burden you're placing on, are we going to do this again? I, the I, fucking I, I, burden I, you're placing on women is incredible. It's You wild. fucking motherfuckers. It's wild. Ejaculate. <laughs> that word, that word is just fucking disgusting. It is. I mean, it's all, it's all. what is wrong with, what in the fuck? It's crazy. So this guy ends up getting arrested for kidnapping. And then later he's charged for his role in bombing clinics in Florida and Virginia in 1982. Wow. And Daily Cost reported that he served 24 years for the kidnapping and was released in 2007. And I believe that also is tied in with like the bombing stuff. UPI reported that Dr. Zavello stated 
quote, I would like to see the kidnapping charges because it was the most violent, the most severe form of violent act they committed against us. And really, the other thing that was really sad that I read that UPI reported as well is that his wife, Mrs. Uh, Zavalos, she was so traumatized oh God. by what happened that she refused to live in her house anymore. Yeah. And she left the area like she couldn't go back. Uh, I don't fucking blame her. You know, like. No and, way. And, and for what? Terrorizing people. Terrorizing people. So then there's Michael Bray, who I mentioned did the white rose ceremony or whatever. <laughs> so he's another member white, of white the. White rose. <laughs> so, so weird. weird. So it's like the bachelor. Weird. I don't know. <laughs> Like, and here's the rose for you. And here's a rose for you. I didn't you. think the like, bachelor could get any worse, but it just fucking did. It just fucking did. And I, so it's funny. Yeah. I've never, ever seen that show. I've but seen, I know listen, I think I watched a few episodes of the first season, but I can't get into watching women tripping over themselves oh over God. a douchebag. Like I a know. fucking complete Ugh. douche who's fucking everybody at the end. Like he's it's basically so going gross. from room to room fucking everybody. So and gross. they're like, we had the most magical night together. He also had a magical night nutting in this other woman. <laughs> he ejaculated <laughs> inside of the other woman too. <laughs> But here's your white rose. Here's your white rose. I don't. Now, you know what? I think I might agree with that woman. I don't think I trust women on The Bachelor with the ejaculation (laughs) either. Maybe that's a problem. Oh, my God. Please. (laughs) Women can do whatever they want. What are you doing on The fucking Bachelor? So this guy. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't. This show is so fucking hilarious. I mean, people are watching and laughing, right? People aren't really watching Rooting for Love. They're really watching to see these women lose their fucking minds they come out of limo they're like oh my god he's my dream man just from like one look at this person and then they talk to him for two minutes and they're like i really think we have a connection i really think i could marry him they talked for two fucking minutes what do they talk about like is it because like does he have money like what is the thing what is the draw i don't no, it is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It, well, that can't be true, but still, yeah. I, I, it's insanity. It's insanity. Cancel it, whatever channel it's on. Oh God! <laughs> All right, so Michael Bray, he, um, he's another member of the Army of God, and when he gets busted for his attack, uh, that's when they claim responsibility for that prior kidnapping before. Okay, so like that's sort because all this is kind of happening around the same time. So, um. Bray, like other members of the Army of God, was a minister. And specifically, he was a Lutheran minister. So this alleged man of God, right, (laughs) along with two others, was charged in connection with bombing eight abortion clinics across multiple states. And it was over three states, but multiple clinics within those states. It was Washington, Virginia, and Maryland. He ended up serving 46 months. What? 46 months. That's not nearly as long as he should be in there. His wife told their children that he was in jail for, quote, saving babies. Oh, well. Raising them to be little terrorists, too. Can you imagine this? Yeah. The government took my daddy. Yep. Rochelle Renee Shelley Shannon, she was charged. Excuse me? What's that name again? Rochelle Renee Shelley Shannon. Jesus Maron. Yes. Fucking look at this name. She was charged with the attempted murder of George Tiller in 1993. So remember, I covered the murder of George Tiller. Now, Scott uh, Roeder killed him in 2009, but he had a prior attempt on his life by this woman in 1993. She shot him in like both of his arms. Um, Yeah, so she didn't kill him. Um, She... Uh, was sentenced to 11 years for that. She considered herself a prisoner of Christ. 
<laughs> Good old Shelly, prisoner of Christ. <laughs> My God, I mean, you could commit any crime, and in your head, you've you're, already yeah. for, you're already you're forgiven. forgiven. You're forgiven. Like it's insane. The Catholic <sighs> Church is so fucked too. Like you go and confess, and you're like you're yeah. absolved of your sins. Go do a few Hail Marys and a glory. And then walk off, and- you motherfucker. That's what happens. <gasps> this guy's gonna. He's it's a minister. So he's gonna forgive him fucking self. Yes, it's so stupid. Um, she was also Prisoner charged. Yeah, she was also charged with uh, ten counts of arson and acid attacks at nine abortion clinics in Oregon, California, Nevada, and Idaho during 1992 and 93. And she served 20 years for those crimes. She should be on fucking house arrest. Like that's like, this like woman yeah, should not never, be allowed not to leave the fucking leave, house. Yeah. Ooh, Paul Jennings Hill in 1994 he murdered an abortion clinic doctor John Britton and. Britain's bodyguard, a former Air Force Lieutenant Colonel James Barrett in Pensacola, Florida. Mm. He was found guilty later that year. He died by lethal injection in 2003 because Florida still has the death penalty. James Charles Cop. This guy murdered an abortion doctor in 1998. The doctor was Barnett Slepian. And when um, basically what happened was when this doctor returned home from synagogue, mm. this is horrible. He's chatting with his family in the kitchen and he was like sniped him, like he just shot oh, him, like my God, through the window in front of his family. In front of his family. Holy then shit! Cop went on the run. He was on the FBI's list, uh, the most wanted list, um, because that happened in 1998. He wasn't caught until 2001. So he was like, "What are you the- running from? I thought you should be proud of what you've done. Yeah. Come out of the fucking shadows, yeah. motherfucker." He was sentenced to 25 years to life for second degree uh, murder, and some of the aftermath. For that that I found that was really terrible is when that doctor was killed, several other abortion doctors in the area quit. Of course. You know, and that's why we have a shortage of doctors because we have a shortage of doctors. And and I I mean, I can understand why. Right. Like you're a young person. You want to start your life like you're really putting yourself at risk. And 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 yes, we should all be putting ourselves at risk and people should be working at these clinics. But I mean, you shouldn't have to die. For wanting to help someone. It's it's ridiculous. Um, I have a couple more. Uh, Eric Rudolph, he was the Atlantic City and gay bar uh, bombings. Um, he was connected with those that happened in 1996 and 1997. So he also did the uh, Olympic bombing in Alabama in 1996. And that's you mean how- Atlanta. Atlanta? In Atlanta. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. In um, 1996, because that's how they're Remember all, that? all connected. Because the, they, they saw that the way that the bomb exploded, it was these nail bombs. Right. And they put these huge nails in there and then they, you know, they burst out and they kill people. So when that bombing happened at the Olympics, um, these other abortion clinics that were bombed, it was like the same kind of bomb. So they're like, this oh is the same God. person. And it was this guy. Oh my God. Um, it's just crazy. Um, the bar was the other side lounge. Five people were wounded and a hundred people like were scrambling to escape according to the Hartford Current. The Army of God allegedly sent letters to the press claiming responsibility, and the letters contained details about the materials used to make the bombs that were true. So, so they're like, bombing gay bars also? Yeah. Not just, it's not just about abortion. No. Jesus Christ. And then also the Olympics. Yeah, what is, is that? Like, what is that? So Rudolph was on the run. He was placed on the FBI most, uh, the 10 most wanted list. He was finally arrested in 2003. And this is my favorite part. He pled guilty to avoid the death penalty. Right. I have no problem killing people. And, you know, you're going to die for the cause. You're in the army of God, but you're not really ready to die for the cause. Right. Wow. Well, you know, he can become a martyr now. You know, he could sit there and fucking cry from prison about how he's a prisoner for Christ. So this is uh, a little more recent one. Robert Louis Steer. 
Colorado clinic in 2015, a gunman entered a Colorado Planned Parenthood oh and God. opened fire. Oh my God. With an assault rifle. Oh. Because they're so fucking pro-life that they're just going to kill all sorts of innocent people, right? Living and breathing people. Three people died. Jennifer Markovsky, 35. Wow. Kiar Marcel Stewart, 39. And oh. Officer Garrett Swasey, 44. Jesus. Nine folks were injured. So he held the clinic hostage for five hours. Those people were in that clinic with him for five hours. Can you imagine like the terror? I, I, I don't even know like how you get over like witnessing the deaths of these people, seeing injured people around you, afraid that you're probably going to die next. So following the attack, uh, Deer allegedly said, quote, no more baby parts. Because recall oh, back in 2015, there was that planned yes, video. Yes, that stupid fucking that video stupid that was video cut together. That was cut together about fetus parts being used in medical research. But the way they spun it, it was that they were illegally selling baby parts and it was trending in all these right-wing outlets. Yeah. Online, everywhere. Yep. So there has to be some like culpability here. Like That's what I'm know, saying. Like, what about the guy like, who made the video? Yeah, what about the him? The guy who made the video, the people who are sharing the video, yeah. the, the, uh, the social media sites that are allowing the videos to go up. There's just, I fucking put a video, or tw- retweeted a video this morning. Of these fucking Proud Boys, I, I, I don't remember Ugh. where it was, but these Proud Boys went to this fucking restaurant uh yesterday where they were advertising they were going to have an all ages drag show okay so (gasps) appropriate for all ages people can bring their families it's a restaurant like a family fucking restaurant like a and these fucking proud boys showed up and the police were called and the police are trying to get them away from the fucking door and they opened the door and somebody inside the restaurant sprayed them with fucking pepper (gasps) spray Good. To, to keep, and they're like, oh, they're scrambling. And the police start run, like have to move away because they don't want to get sprayed. But <laughs> in the video, they're screaming at their spray. They're like, you fucking groomers. They're screaming groomers and pedophiles at the people in the fucking restaurant. That's the kind of shit. This like, is, like, this like is the fucking the baby, language. like the baby parts. It's like that. What was that? That Pizzagate. Yeah. Where like, same, it's like the same thing. Like they show up and they're going to kill people based on a make-believe. Conspiracy it's bullshit. make-believe bullshit. Like clear your fucking mind. Although, go meditate. Go figure it out. But stop believing bullshit. It's, by the way, January 6th. Oh <laughs> my that God. whole thing. From the Did fucking top. From the top of the country. Yeah. The president of the United States is a gullible fucking turd. Like it started there and when he just let everybody else believe it. I literally think he knows... I, I don't think he really believes he lost. Like uh, my friend Simon thinks that he knows he lost and doesn't give a fuck and he's going to influence I, I know, everybody. I, think, I, I think, don't think that's the case at all. I don't think that's the case at all. I think cuckoo? he really fucking believes it. Uh. I think he really believes it. So anybody who's cap- you know, capable of being duped is does this go fucking shit. Go read some shit. books. Go yeah. read some. Go exercise your brain muscle. Read Get off your phones and go read something. Like you, 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 you get your head out of your ass, out of the clouds, out of wherever. But just this need for this. this it's ridiculous. The, the, the reaction is violence. And that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Unless somebody's already told you like, this is the reaction you should have is you should want to kill as well. Like it doesn't make it any doesn't sense. It doesn't make sense. What did those proud boys think they were going to do at the drag show? Like, what were you going to do? Yell at They're people and try to stop the show? Intimidate, intimidate. I mean, get the fuck out of here. So what are they doing? Like looking at events in the, in the area and looking for these fucking drag shows like is that what's fucking happening now like what is it how did they know what was there how did they know what was gonna happen yeah they're you know what i mean they're They're looking they're looking following and it's oh 
And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to reach out to someone to try to get them on the podcast as anonymous. But in Orange County, in Florida, they've already told teachers to take yes. down the LGBTQ yeah. stuff on their walls. Rainbows or anything pro-LGBTQ and has been asked like to be removed even, because of don't say gay. It's yes. already started. So, and even like uh, stickers, like saying like, this is a safe space. Yeah. Can't have um, it. Can't have it. But I've heard a couple of different things. So I would like to talk to someone because- from um, what I heard is that it's almost like a preemptive that they are very worried about parents going after those teachers, you know, like, of course, oh, you gave my kid and like, and then those teachers like losing their jobs, like, well, and, and then, then we and, gotta and stand I saw, up. And we gotta of, fight that. And some of the, the, the ridiculous comment, I read one, you know, article and then it's like, you know, people put their stupid comments um, below. And one of them was like, I don't remember seeing pictures of my teacher's family uh, when I was in school, like like anyone, like, so who cares that the pictures are down because my teachers never, I have, I have pictures of my boys are on my desk and my students are like, oh, are those your boys? Yes. Oh, this one looks like you. Oh, this one, look at him. Like what? Like the students want to know their teacher. Like you cannot build relationships like with your students. Mm. We cannot just be robots. They're like, what did you do this weekend? What is that? Like they want, like, you know, do they want to know about you? Yes. Do they want to distract you from like learning grammar? Sure. <laughs> I get it. I understand that. No, Tina, they want to know. No, stop, no, no. Stop it. Listen, I know these kids. <laughs> but, the, but, you know, like they know, like it's, it's just, you know, like it's, you're there every day. You see them Listen, sometimes more than they, my they daughter, see their own family. My daughter went to private schools her entire life, Catholic schools. When she went to public middle school for the first time in sixth grade and she saw a wall like a bill like a um, uh what is it called cork board uh, right bulletin board bulletin board and it was all like it was all about welcome and everyone's welcome and they had pictures of all the kids together they had rainbow flags they had you know all but it wasn't just pride but it was all it was included it was included in this like right everyone here is welcome she came home that day and was like you have no idea how fucking uh included i felt in like this idea of this Ugh. is okay to talk about because in a catholic school it's not it's you never brought up about. or mentioned yeah and so the fact that this was like so like right there where she was like boom it makes you feel it does make you feel safe it does make you feel like this is a place where everyone is welcome and then guess what happens to you as a kid you go oh everybody should be included right, right? like it's a sign right. of like this is okay and Ugh. i cannot believe that that's going to go away it, it can't. I, I just, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand either. it. I don't either. It's I really, not cool. I, I, it, and it, here we are. You know, I said to Tina, we can't, we got to make sure we keep the camera going because we want to make sure. And here I am. I always take off. I'm sorry. I go in another alley. No, it's fine. We're plugged in. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're professionals uh, yeah, we're now. Officially professionals. So this guy um, ended up being indicted. Mm. Um, he was declared incompetent to stand trial. Oh, yeah, I'm so sure. So he's been in a mental hospital since um, 2015 in Colorado with 68 counts waiting for him. Holy but shit. But just this year in March, he was deemed competent. So what a judge basically said, like, he's going to have to be involuntarily medicated. Like, you have to be forced to take your medication, and then you're going to stand trial because then you're going to be competent wow. to stand trial. Is wow. essentially, like, what they're trying to do. They all should be have an evaluation done. Uh, Luke Wearsman, he was arrested in 2018 for sending threatening messages to Chicago abortion clinics. In one of the messages to a clinic, according to ABC7, Wearsma wrote, quote, you will all fucking pay for what you do. 
If not by my hand, it will be by somebody else's. I want you to burn. I want you all to die. I will kill to stop these atrocities. I will blow you up if I have to. Burn the clinic down. I will do whatever is necessary. I swear to God I will. After that, you are in God's hands and he will do his thing. He was sentenced to 18 months for the threats because he didn't actually... Well, swearing to God is an uh, abomination, so. Oh, my God. Yes. You're going to hell, brah. And it's like, you're in the hands of God. He will do his thing. Like, what do you know? I, I don't, it's so, like, it, but it's indoctrinization. Yeah. Like, like, they have been fed to, to, to know what God wants from people. It's, the, it's crazy. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Dude, by the way, <laughs> let these people know the Stranger Things just came out yesterday. Like, there's so yes. many fun things you could be doing yes, right now. Please. I don't know. Maybe go watch a show. Go for a walk. Yeah, I just saw that Elvis movie last night. Excellent. Like, go to the movies. Yes. Uh, have something. Go have some fun. Have some popcorn. Have a soda. Yes. Have a little sody. Like, it's okay. Everything's going to be all right. Calm yes. the fuck down. Calm Enjoy down. life. Enjoy life. Go for a walk. Yeah. The beach is beautiful go this time outside. of year. Yeah. Listen to the know. birds sing, motherfucker. Swim in the I, pool. Oh, and I'm just naming all the things I like to do. I know. I'm like, uh, float, bitch. Float. <laughs> yeah, plant a garden. I did that, and it's been it's, wonderful. There it's been you wonderful. go. Yeah. Get your hands oh, in the dirt. And God's earth. Yes, God's earth. <laughs> yeah. Butterflies. You see the whole cycle of life. I saw the little eggs, my son. Aww. We looked at the little eggs, and then there were the caterpillars. And then now we have four. Um, we cannot find. We had a ton. I mean, I, clearly, like, a lot of them have been eaten, the poor oh, little caterpillars. No. But um, we found four of the chrysalises. So excellent. We're excited. It's yeah. go do something like yeah. that. If it's you want to go see life and yeah. love and blah, yeah. whatever. Build a butterfly garden <laughs> and calm the fuck down. Calm Take your medication down. and build a butterfly garden. Yes. That's my advice. All right. So the last guy I want to talk about is Robert uh, Weiler. In 2006, he attempted to bomb an abortion clinic in Greenbelt, Maryland. So not only did he plead guilty, but he also turned himself in. And as part of his deal, he was sentenced to five years and the attorney for Marilyn, um, Rod Ros Rosenstein, stated, quote, and I just wanted to put this because this is important, quote, we must continue to act quickly against anyone who plots to murder doctors or bomb abortion clinics. Mr. Weiler's misguided plan could have resulted in deaths or serious injuries if it were not for the actions of ATF, the Maryland State Police, and the Prince George's County Police. Like, th there has to be a really strong effort to stop Mm. these people. Um, one thing I found in some points of interest, and I had just have a couple, was there was an article I found that discussed whether Trump helped refuel the army of God oh. with his extremism. Um, in 2017, <sighs> Open Democracy spoke to then leader of the army of God, Rem Reverend, another reverend, <laughs> Donald Spitz. He essentially said that Trump allowed folks to stand up for family rights. And he also said, quote, this group is growing and the election of Donald Trump has helped because before we were being crushed so much that nobody wanted to say anything, but now it's okay to say these things. There you and have also, it. I also there love, you have yeah. it. But I also love family rights. But I the mean, family rights that you're talking about, there could be a family that's two dads or two moms. That's not the family right. you're fighting for, right? right? You're, fan you're fighting for a man and a woman. It's your idea of a family. Like Stop 20, acting like you kids. actually give a fuck about family rights. You don't give a fuck about families. He, it's all by the way just like everything else we talk about in this podcast politics po politicians it's ego driven right that's what this is about this is about them this is about how can i get to heaven fast enough i'm gonna oh, murder please. fucking people like it's so this stupid. is about them and their agenda and, and being powerful I mean, and being what about, donald trump's so great what about the 10 commandments thou shall not kill like oh please what you're misinterpreting that tina i know you're misinterpreting it 
Oh my god! You, and you, like you when missed you, and the postscript. Said, it's, it had a little asterisk on it in yeah. the bottom. It said, "Unless it's abortion, doctors, yes. then murder away." Yeah, it's you so, fucking dick. So stupid. My god. And uh, he even bragged, "Quote: We were the very first ones to go out to abortion clinics with big signs and pictures calling out to people." I mean, that's what I mean. See, it's about him. It's about him. Considering so, the violence they promote, it's yeah. so stupid. It's fucked up. By the way, I was thinking about abortion rallies and uh, what in 2017, I was trapped in a right to life protest in Washington, D.C. It was millions of people and I wanted to die. Like I got trapped. I couldn't get out of it as I was in the House of uh, Representatives with my kids on a tour. Oh, and no. my ex-husband's like, I'm going to go check out the scene and was like in the fucking fucking march. And couldn't find him. And I had to cover my children's eyes because the size of these fucking posters that they were carrying, like life-size posters, like a huge eight foot, like fucking banners of aborted fetuses, like blood everywhere. And I thought to myself, that's such horrific imagery. But guess what? We're going to have to go that low now. We're going to have to do that and have pictures of women who have bled out on their floor. And they don't care that in your face. They don't care. That's what the imagery we're now going to have to have is start showing these women who have committed suicide or have bled out from trying to give themselves an abortion. We got to go back to that. We got to go back to the horror show of this to get it changed. Fuck them. So really the reason I did this today is I really wanted to highlight the level of violence that happened when Roe was passed and how much worse it may be for abortion providers or clinics now in this post-Roe world because they're going to feel more emboldened, right? They're going to feel more justified in their convictions. These are dangerous people. And I, I just wanted to give some statistics. Um, and I want to note that this is based on what was reported right? It does not include the everyday threats and harassments Mm. that clinics and doctors face every single day. And these statistics I got from, um, oh gosh, it's from the the source information is it, it's from Ms. Magazine and it's from like in a, um, national abortion. I forget what the, the organization is called. So I apologize, but you'll see it in the notes, but these are from 1977 to 2020. All right. So this is like, I guess it's it's a long time. time. So um, 11 murders, and this is to people, 11 murders, 956 threats of harm or death, 624 stalking incidents, and four kidnappings. Crimes at clinics included 42 bombings, 194 arsons, 104 attempted bombings or arsons, and 667 bomb threats. I mean... It's, I mean, it's a lot, but it doesn't seem like as much as I would think. There's, I no, that's, why it, that's why it says that there's like... Yeah, there could be more that aren't Because recorded. there's people who are probably there dealing with people screaming, I'll kill you, I'll kill you, yeah, I'll kill you. Outside. And like, they're not reporting that, right? Right, right, right. This is just what's been reported. Jesus. And again, why would anyone want to work anywhere and do this work? So according... Um, I was like, well, what can we do? According to Reveal News, states are taking action. So for example, New York will dedicate $10 million towards protecting abortion care providers oh. and another $25 million to expand abortion access. Dang. Maine passed a law for an eight-foot medical safety zone at clinic entrances okay, so yes. that they can't get yes. within a certain yes. amount of feet. And even cities and red states are trying to pass 10-foot safety zones for healthcare facilities, including abortion clinics. But it's states like Florida and some of these other states that have a lack of protection. So one thing that we could do is like call our lawmakers like and say like these are things that we want in place in our state, in our cities to make sure that these providers are protected. And that's all. I love it. So 
Thank right. you, Tina, for covering that. It was really fucking depressing. Yeah. Like, I just hate everything. All right. We're going to hop off and hop back on because we oh, have yeah. another one to record. <laughs> uh, so much fun. Yes. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Yes. You'll see us looking exactly the same <laughs> in next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? It's fine. We'll be yes. fine. Everything's everything's going to be fine. A-OK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, also, I wanted to say, like, if if something happens in the next two weeks and we we don't talk about it, please know that because we're not here. Yes, like, I hate the every time we do this, we come back and we're like, it's here's like, all the things that's happened in two weeks. And I we know, never but you know, honestly, about. like when I was thinking about like the catch up and all the stuff, like yeah. it feels like it was a month ago. I know and it was a couple of days ago. <laughs> it just came out recently, but it's like it's there's so much all of the time, and I remember feeling this way from 2016 onward. Yeah, oh, you know, like yes. and it's just like it was never ending, and I thought, God okay with the election of biden like maybe it'll end and it's it doesn't end like it's i feel like we are all just in in this constant or those of us who are paying attention mm. are in a constant state of worry yeah and then there are people just living their lives i'm like how do you live your life oh god it must be so nice without giving a uh, shit that's gonna be me soon i'm doing that i'm gonna be doing i'm gonna Ooh. unplug honey i'm gonna unplug oh my god from politics Ooh, we have a p.s we have a political podcast Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> You'll just plug in once a week. You'll yeah. plug in once a week. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> All right, um, I love you. I'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please follow the episode notes on our blog at themuckpodcast.fireside.fm. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support and different goodies for each level. Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.